Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hello and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn-Wardner, and in this 26 Habits episode, it's time to start habit number six. Now, if you're new to the show or you've just found this episode on the pool and need a bit of background, 26 Habits is about breaking down 2018 into 26 two-week projects with a view to either making or breaking a habit. Habit number five is about making the habit of yoga before bed. And it really is and was like a magic pill that lulls your brain and your body to sleep. If like me, you've ever had sleep issues or you get restless at bedtime and your mind gets really busy, it's a really easy thing to incorporate into your day. Um, I was using three different videos, three different lengths. One of them was just seven minutes and even that alone would just make the difference for me going to bed stressed and going to bed ready to sleep, which is a really big distinction. I've really enjoyed the process. Um, Although I do find doing the yoga earlier on in the evening and not immediately before bed renders the best results. If I left it too late, if I was like, right, I'm ready for bed now and then tried it, I could get a bit grumpy about it. Um, I'll be keeping this one up. So it's a habit that's been successfully made, but um, I'm realistically, I'm not going to do it every day. Um, it's There's just going to be days when I maybe don't want to. But with that said, the next time I feel restless or I'm not sleeping well, or I can feel stress like building up, it's the first thing I'm going to do to get myself back on track. It's a really good uh, thing to know that you've got right there in your living room, on the floor, no kit needed, boom, you can figure out a way to talk yourself off the ledge, which, you know, I sometimes find quite useful. (laughs) I have, though, said right from the very start of this, that if I fail at a habit or if I skip a day, I will tell you. Well, dear listeners, I had to forego yoga before bed when I got home really quite late after a friend's baby shower recently because I'd had one too many celebratory champagnes and would have likely nutted myself on the coffee table in my living room had I tried to get into a downward dog. So I do hope you um, can forgive me and understand. <laughs> All right, on to habit number six then. We're torching through these, right. So something I never want to do is perpetuate any kind of unhealthy attitude or approach to diet and exercise. It's such a toxic cycle. Um, to get caught up in. I've definitely been caught up in it, so it's not something I want to add any uh, fire to. And right at the start of 26 Habits, I explained that I wanted to approach all of these subjects in a way that was useful, helpful, and would make sense rather than add confusion. 
I feel as though there are so many fads in the diet, health and wellness and exercise realm. And it just ends up, certainly in my case, making me feel a bit helpless and like I'm trying to do something good. And then I've read this one thing that says this is brilliant. And then, you know, I'm in the middle of it. And then there's another piece telling me that actually it's nonsense and I should be doing something else. I really have lost count of the times I've been fully following some sort of exercise regime or diet. And then someone will say, oh, no, that doesn't make sense. No, actually, you're doing more harm than good. You should try this. And you just feel... Well, I certainly do. I just get very frustrated. The main thing should be about finding the thing you enjoy, feel comfortable with it, and remind ourselves that we're not training for the Olympics, so we don't need to eat or train like professional athletes. That's not to say we can't borrow some of their proven techniques if we want to make some changes or reach a certain goal. But what I want to do with 26 Habits is hopefully add clarity, not confusion, to some of these topics. So my sixth 26 Habits is going to be intermittent fasting. And it's something I've wanted to try for a while for a few reasons. Reason number one, intermittent fasting isn't a diet. It's a pattern of eating. And on a larger scale, it's an umbrella term for a way of eating that cycles between a period of fasting and non-fasting or fasting and feeding. You've heard of the 5-2, right? It's a similar principle. It doesn't change what you eat. It changes when you eat. It adds routine to eating and this is what appeals to me because I'm somebody who usually grabs something on the go I'm rarely in the same place a few days in a row so I am awful for picking things up on the on the run and actually they're not great choices they're just oh I should probably eat now or I should have that before I go into that meeting or I don't want my tummy to rumble in front of such and such or I better have an energy bar or some sort of thing like that so I really quite like the idea of incorporating a structure into things another reason is it doesn't require stocking your cupboards with any special ingredients, cutting things out, making meals into shakes or any of that nonsense. You just need to use your common sense when it comes to what you are eating during your eating window. I remember chatting to Dalton Wong, who's the personal trainer who's worked with Jennifer Lawrence in the past. And he said that basically we all know whether we should really eat something or not before it's even gone into our mouths. It was words to that effect. And I just remember he is so, so right. But often, <laughs> certainly in my case, and this usually this does apply to nut butters, I've got to be honest. If somebody tells me that they're great, I would almost like use it as an excuse to uh, potentially have a bit more than I should. Thirdly, my brother's been doing it for a while and he really rates it and he's been quite evangelical about the benefits that he's seen and felt. So I thought, okay, I'll see whether, whether it's up to much. And because I'm his annoying little sister, it's only right that I copy him. So how does intermittent fasting work? Well, intermittent fasting can help teach your body to use the food that you are consuming more efficiently. And then your body can learn to burn fat as fuel when you're not giving it those bursts of calories we get from sort of snacking throughout the day. So when I say there's an eating window, it doesn't mean all bets are off and you can eat for the entire eight hours. No, no, we're talking about two meals within that eight hour window period. So I'm not focusing on my waistline or dress size because that's a trap I've fallen into way too many times. But the benefits of intermittent fasting are many and include, among other things, um, lower blood glucose levels, reduce blood pressure, increase sensitivity to the action of insulin within the body, increase fat metabolism, digestive system detoxification, and increased fat metabolism. Essentially, it's a change that could help your body naturally digest and metabolize more efficiently. So what does it look like? In this case, 
And what I'm going to do is a cycle of fasting and non-fasting where I won't eat for 16 hours and then I'll have a window of eating that's eight hours long. So um, the idea is to push through and maybe start eating at 12. So have a lunch at 12 and then have dinner by eight o'clock. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And that's it. There's no snacking. There's no nonsense in between it doesn't mean oh well if you're not having three meals you can eat junk all day nothing like that it's just about pushing your body uh, extending that fasting process so that all of the kind of stuff that happens at a molecular level as described above can happen it also makes your day a lot easier only planning two meals rather than three is one less thing to worry about um, there have also been many studies. The research on this is fascinating. Um, there have been studies that suggest it can help you live longer. Um, I also really like the fact that it isn't a diet. It's um, not. It's just a way of eating differently or eating smart. Um, and I use the no alcohol habit, which was habit number four, to assess and redress my relationship with alcohol. And this pattern eating serves a similar function for me with food. I'm an emotional eater. I'm an on-the-go eater. I will always give myself a reason to eat something I know I shouldn't if I'm having a crappy day, which is the emotional eating thing. But um, I think this could help with that as well, because those eight hours, those two meals, I have to eat smart, I have to eat clever. Interestingly, I've told some friends about this and there may be some of you out there listening to this thinking, I think I'm unintentionally intermittent fasting already. I know a lot of people who get up, rush out of the house and don't actually stop until lunchtime when they have their first meal. So they're saying, am I intermittent fasting already and not realising? And in a way, I suppose they kind of are. I spoke to nutritional therapist Eve Kalinic about this. She's actually been a guest on this podcast previously and uh, she really helped me with um, my gut issues, which I talk about in the episode that I did with her. But I wanted to get a professional perspective. So I asked her, you know, what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting and are there really all these kind of benefits? And she came back to me and I'm just going to read you what she said in her email. So she said, giving ample fasting time for the gut gives it more of an ability to repair and regenerate, and that has improved knock-on effects to the immune system and certain inflammatory markers that have been shown in some studies. I believe this should also extend to giving a rest between meals too, as we have different microbes that work to absorb food and those that then come in for the cleanup and repair operations, so to speak. In general, I tend to advise my clients to have a 12-night overnight fast as that's the time when the gut can really get to working on repairing and regenerating. And that tends to be more doable for most people. So essentially, you would eat between 8am and 8pm or 9am and 9pm and have only water either side of that. She also mentions that other people have referenced intermittent fasting in regards to improved metabolism, although that doesn't seem to necessarily be conclusive. Her conclusion, she says, is I just think it means that we are doing less of the late night snacking, which invariably leads to less calories overall. 
Now, intermittent fasting isn't something you should just start. You need to ease your way in. So in the days prior to starting this habit, I've been very mindful of trying to observe a start time and I'm a cutoff time and have also quit any and all snacks. An eight hour eating window, just to say it again, does not mean a constant grazing period of just constant food throughout the day. It's about two meals. And in my case, I'm going to mark on my window, I think I've already said, from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's not the most sociable diet, but my friends have seen me through habit number four of no booze well enough. So they're going to get used to this in 2018. I'm just intrigued to see if it's actually a really small change, which, you know, might take a few days to ease into, that could actually make me feel better. I've read a lot about mental clarity as well. Um, digesting food actually takes up a lot of energy. So if you have a big lunch and then you sit at your desk in the afternoon at work and you feel a bit cloudy or you don't feel as sharp, that can sometimes be because there's a lot of work going on um, in the body to metabolize and digest the food that you've eaten. So could it have any implications there? This is what I want to find out. This is what I'm gonna guinea pig for these two weeks. So if you have tried intermittent fasting and you've had any results, whether it be with mental clarity, productivity, um, whether you've seen it help you with your uh, efforts in uh, in conjunction with exercise, I'd be really delighted to hear from you. So drop me an email at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or tweet me. I'm at Emma Gums. Slide into my DMs if that feels right. And I'm also on Instagram, which is at Emma Gums too. And if you want to start a conversation with the many, many hundreds of wonderful listeners who are in the Emma Gunn Show forum on Facebook, then click the link in the show notes. We're having a lot of fun over there. It is a closed group, but I approve every single member personally. So if you want to come in, have a chat, post some things, ask some questions from like-minded people, that's where a lot of chat is going down and we are having a genuinely very good time. I will be trying to post uh, on Insta stories. As you, If you are following me, you'll know that that's where a lot of stuff goes down. So I will be putting my meals uh, as and when I'm having them on Insta stories. If you're interested in keeping track about the kind of things I'm eating and what time I'm eating, I'm anticipating there may be um, a whingy 9pm Insta story in the next few days of me complaining about the fact that I actually want a snack or something like that. But you know, that's what we're here for. <laughs> we're just along for the ride. Thank you ever so much for listening. Um, I hope that you are going to keep me company on this. I know a lot of you have been telling me about the 26 habits that you are trying and succeeding beautifully with. So please do keep in touch. Let me know how it's all going. And I will see you on the next episode of the show.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.